0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for May 14th, 2020. Actually, I actually had to check the date. I'm like, whoa, what day is it? It Sometimes it's getting a little hard to tell, but it is, in fact, May 14th, 2020. That's exciting. Today's topic is Thursdays on the edge of glory. Hmm. So that should be an interesting discussion. I thought I've been doing a lot of research and some analyst reports on edge computing, and I thought it'd be interesting if I just dedicated Thursdays to edge computing. I mean, A, it'll give me something to talk about every Thursday without having to kind of just pick my brain or other people's brains for a topic. And there's also just, there's a lot to talk about here. So I feel like if you're looking for a bit of a primer on edge computing, this will be the episode for that primer. And then going forward, you can watch the primer and then just kind of catch up as I roll through different topics. And I'm still learning about it, so obviously I'm going to get some stuff wrong, but hopefully I'll get some stuff right. Before we dive into that, I don't have any housekeeping stuff, but I do want to check in. How's everybody doing? Uh, It's it's Thursday. I hope you're doing well. Hopefully, you know, the lockdown is being lifted here and there, but not too soon. So we're, we're making our way out of this mess. I know that in Italy, uh, I have some friends over there and they're starting to lift things up. One of my buddies just went wakeboarding and was posting pictures and I was like, yeah, that sounds that sounds kind of nice. So living vicariously through them is going to be the the name of the game right now. Um, but other than that, I mean, we're, we're still getting along over in Pennsylvania and hopefully you're doing all right as well. Let's talk about the edge. So I guess... <sighs> You got to start like every edge discussion by defining what you mean by the edge, because there are several different definitions and basically like marketers are hearing edge a lot. It's kind of like AI and ML Edge is the new AI and ML. And in that regard, you're going to see a lot of things mentioning the edge in marketing materials because there's this perception that if you put edge on it, people will be more likely to buy it. I don't know if that's actually true, but that we go through cycles, right? There was DevOps for a while, like, you can't buy DevOps, but I can sure sell it to you. Uh, then there was AI and ML. Uh, there was uh, intent-based networking was one that was real hot in the networking space for a while. So we go through, like, these periods of buzzwords that marketing thinks will help them sell their product, and sometimes they're right. Edge is one of those terms right now. So it helps to define edge and the way that I'm going to define edge is by going by what one of the open consortiums is defining edge. So as part of the Linux foundation, there is LF edge and they are promoting open source solutions for edge technologies, but they're also producing what's called the edge glossary or the Open glossary for edge terminology so that gives you a sort of a baseline and when they think about edge and I I Agree with their assessment for the most part Edge is not a technology. It's a location <clears> That makes sense and it, it may not seem obvious right away, but that's what we're really talking about are locations where they're outside of traditional computing environments. So when I say traditional computing environments, I'm talking about data centers and cloud providers. For the most part, it's weird to say the cloud's traditional, but kind of at this point it is. So you're not running your workload in a data center and you're not running it in the cloud. This is something else. Obviously that's a real big umbrella. A lot of things fall under that edge umbrella. And to that point, they've separated out Edge technologies into a bunch of different subcategories. And so that can get complicated on its own, but there's a few things that are probably common to most of them. One, the environment in which your edge technology is running is probably not going to be physically secure or not completely physically secure. Let's think of a couple examples here. Let's say your edge technology, we're talking about the consumer edge of self-driving cars. The self-driving car is not physically secure in the same way that a data center is. Yeah, I mean, you can lock the car, but someone can just break the window. And also, you know, someone can drive away with it. You can't drive away with the data center. Okay, so that's not physically secure. Another example would be the base station at the bottom of a cell phone tower. That's a place where cloud computing, uh, edge computing, excuse me, could be happening. That's not especially secure. I mean, I drive past these things all the time and they might have a camera or two, but if someone was quick and they knew what they were doing, they could break through the door, grab a whole bunch of disks out of the server that you're using for your edge computing, and you know, make off like a bandit in the night and you might never catch them. So the assumption of physical security is diminished. There's also going to be restrictions on the location that you wouldn't typically have in a traditional computing environment, the networking, you may have very restricted amounts of bandwidth and you may have occasionally disconnected or constantly disconnected scenarios. So, you know, for instance, Cruise ships seem to come up a lot, and I don't know why that specific example, but let's just say ships in general, they move around and they don't always have the best network connectivity. We could consider a ship an edge location where computing is gonna be happening, and we have to take into account the fact that it is often going to be disconnected from the cloud or other data centers, and so it needs to do things locally. That's one consideration. Another is power you are not guaranteed clean power. Uh, When I say clean, I mean the actual power coming into your unit is not gonna be conditioned through a bunch of UPSs necessarily. So you have to take that into account. The power may also not be redundant. When you think about a data center, you probably have multiple electrical circuits coming in and a backup generator powering those circuits and a bank of UPS batteries. And you have like an A and a B and a C. Uh, Circuits. So as long as you plug into two, you have redundancy. In an edge location, you're not gonna have any of that, right? You may have UPSs and that's it. That's kind of important to know. Cooling. You may not have any cooling in your edge location environment. If you do have cooling, it's probably not going to be redundant and the air quality might not be that good. So whatever devices you're placing in that edge location have to be able to deal with the fact that It may not be the most hospitable environment and finally space we're used to a data center where you have racks and rows and it's usually a traditional rack that's 42u high and 19 inches wide and that gives us plenty of space to drop in big you know san arrays to drop in big blade chassis with all this compute in an edge environment the amount of space you have is gonna be heavily restricted. I mean, it depends on what the environment looks like. So some of the vendors I've been talking to, um, Vapor.io for instance, they have these pre-fabbed locations, uh, prefab construction that they can put into a location and it has traditional server racks, but still the amount of server rack space is gonna be restricted. So that's another thing to think about when it comes to edge computing environments. And finally, it's a potent, you have the potential to be in a hazardous environment. If the location is in a manufacturing facility or it's at the bottom of a mine shaft, you have a hazardous environment and so your equipment has to deal with that and your software has to be able to deal with these failure modes as well. So that is kind of, if, when you're talking about Edge 101, what to know about the location and the environment that you're going into, that's a few things to bear in mind. Another key differentiator is the scope and scale of deployments when it comes to the Edge. When you think about what you have in a traditional data center, or even if you're deploying out to cloud, having 100 instances or 200 instances of something, or even 500 instances is not uncommon, but that's a lot, right? If you're running a fleet of 500 servers, that's a decent sized environment. Now let's compare that to Edge where especially if you're running a massively distributed application, you might have a 1,000 locations. You might have 10,000 sensors or 10,000 edge devices, each with 20 sensors. That's a ton of data. That's a ton of devices. And so the scope and scale of management is much larger. Maybe you can get away with manual processes when you're running 500 servers. I mean, it's going to be painful, but you could do it. Are you going to be able to get away with manual processes when you're managing 10,000 devices across, say, 500 locations? Let's go with no. So automation is going to be a key factor here. And being able to drive that remotely, because remember, you're not going to be on site. You don't have hands on site for for most of these technologies. Or if there is someone on site, it's not going to be a highly skilled technician most of the time. It might just be you know, someone who's working the line in a manufacturing plant, and also they occasionally have to reboot this thing. So you need to be able to remotely control and also provide remote support. And you don't have the luxury of just being able to wander into the server room and put hands on the device. It just, it's not gonna work that way. So that is in a nutshell, a bunch of potential considerations that you need to get into when it comes to edge computing. There's a lot more to dive into there i was going to show some of the slide deck from the uh, lf edge they have a current slide deck i'll include a link in the show notes that goes into more detail about some of these different edge environments but i mean <laughs> there's just a lot to go into and uh vamsi just asked a question what's the difference between an edge device and an iot device that's a nuanced answer in and of itself so i think my next edge Thursdays or Thursdays on the edge, I'd like to dive into the different delineations of the edge from the device all the way up to the cloud basically, and where how you can divide out some of those individual things. So for instance, if you're asking about edge devices, there is an IoT device and then there are edge devices and IoT devices could be considered sort of a subset of edge devices and what are the other ones? There's a lot to unpack there. And like I said, that's why I thought this could be a good topic for weeks because there's just so much to learn and absorb about the Edge. And uh, hopefully this is interesting information uh, for you. So if you have questions about the Edge, you know, feel free to submit them in the comments or hit me up on Twitter. If there's something you're particularly interested about, I can cover it on the next or one of the Thursdays on the Edge. But that does it for my time today. Thank you so much for watching. You know, like and subscribe and share if you can. I appreciate that. Uh, the channel's getting bigger. I'm I'm getting closer to 100 subscriptions, which means I get that vanity URL, which is kind of exciting. Um, so that's all I got for today. Until tomorrow, stay healthy and stay safe, everybody. Take care now.